Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Everybody, welcome back to the Not So Perfect Christian Life podcast with Hannah and Joy. And today we are talking about prayer and sort of just a general conversation about prayer. So I'm going to hand over to Joy and she can get the ball rolling. Yeah. Well, I was thinking it's taken us ages to cover prayer, hasn't it? Which is strange considering... <laughs> yeah. Shocking, really. What, yeah, what a, what a key part it is of a Christian's life. Um, I, there's no be no big reason about why it's taken us that long, but, um, but it has. Um, but yeah, like Hannah was saying, I think we're just going to talk more generally and then we want to pick up on like specific types of prayer, which we'll probably mention like throughout this. But um, yeah, I think, I mean, prayer, I would say... Prayer can be hard, <laughs> um, and I'm sure we'll probably <laughs> yeah. talk about why. Um, but is I mean, it probably is stating the obvious, but it is absolutely vital, isn't it? Because I was thinking that it is the way we stay continually connected to God. Like in my marriage mm-hmm. with John, there are some times where I will feel like we're like if we if we've been super busy and we haven't really caught up properly and we haven't really chatted that can lead to me particularly sitting down and being like I feel like we're really disconnected like we're just sort of missing each other it's sort of like a high bye sort of thing and it leads to you feeling it well leads to me feeling a bit bereft and thinking oh we're in this relationship but we're just barely we're not really connecting and I guess I think of that as what prayer is with us and God that um yeah that it's it's an open channel of communication and sometimes we can easily sit there and go, Oh, I I don't really feel very close to God and all the rest of it. And there are lots of reasons why we, why, why we think that, but sometimes it's just because we're not actually taking the time to pray. Um, Yeah. I know, I know that's definitely been the case in my life, you know, and you want to look at all these other reasons. And sometimes it's just because it's like, I haven't really caught up with him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, which I guess sort of, um, answers before we've even asked the question what is prayer you're talking about a conversation aren't you like and using that analogy with John you're talking about like time spent with one another in conversation sort of trying to understand the other person Mm. trying to understand yourself trying to kind of come together and join join as one yeah um and so yeah, I suppose like that's what we're saying, isn't it? Like what is essentially prayer is conversation with God, isn't it? It's essentially kind of us coming to speak to him, uh, to tell him what we think, feel, what we want, what we think we want, what yeah. we don't want. It's just, it's just us like unloading yeah, ourselves, absolutely. trying to like, I guess just sort of saying, like, here I am, God, this is it, mm. what's and all. Here I am. I want to connect with you. I want you to sort of speak back to me, which I mean, I think that's quite interesting then, isn't it? Because I, I don't know, like personally as well, in my prayer time, I think we can sort of sometimes fill it with talk, 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 talk to him <laughs> yeah. and, and, and not leave much space <laughs> for kind of any response potentially or like or for him to say anything back to us which is bizarre because generally don't operate like that in life <laughs> yeah. with other people well, do we? you don't. <laughs> but, 
I hope you don't. I hope not just a monologue. But then, um, but then at the same time, it's kind of it's it, it is bizarre when you think about it like that. But then I think probably that is what most people, or a lot of people, do because it's quite hard sometimes mm. to leave space when there's no one physically there. Yeah, and maybe the sort of hearing back from him, you don't know where to start with that like what would that look like how would he speak I know we've talked yeah. about listen like, to, our other podcast. Speak to us. <laughs> definitely listen to that so in some ways we kind of have covered prayer <laughs> but um uh, yeah I don't think it's easy um, like I don't I think prayer is really I suppose because communication just in general in human life is quite challenging isn't it mm. can be quite challenging then I think it can be really quite challenging speaking to God and getting into a rhythm of yeah I feel like I've shared myself with him and I feel like he shared himself with me I think that's yeah so yeah just to I mean I'm sure we can talk about various things but I just would yeah hold my hand up and say by no means feel like I've got prayer nailed I think as well it's it's the sort of thing where there's always room for improvement whether you kind of carve out time and time in your day to sort of pray and be with God or whether you just do a little bit there's there's always room for improvement isn't there yeah I don't know about you Joy but I do think probably for me it is one of the areas of I feel like the last year I have like tried a bit more to be more intentional about it's like silence solitude trying to carve out that time with him because I need it for my soul but I don't feel like I, I, I've nailed it at all. I really wish I was better at carving out that time. I really wish that I kind of um, was more intentional about it. Mm. I wish that I wanted it more. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm just so easily distracted by my phone or the most pressing issue going on in the house at that time. And I feel irritated at myself. Because I kind of, on the one hand, I know like, oh, this isn't really what I want, but oh, this is just quite easy and there, so I do it. Yeah. Um, Don't know if you have all that sort of feeling and emotion around. I think it's quite an emotional topic, actually, for a lot of people, prayer, because I think people can feel disappointed with themselves, Mm. disappointed with God, and not sure how to proceed with it not sure where to start with it it's a bit of a minefield actually isn't it well I know it's the thing (laughs) that people can have like hang-ups in prayer so like have I got to do it a particular way for God to hear me Mm. um if I ask for anything is he gonna bless it um Mm. can I really tell him what I want can I really ask him for anything Mm. like can I really talk to him about this really trivial thing in my life when he's got like world hunger to deal with you know you hear that a lot like oh well and I don't want to bring I don't want to bring this little thing before God because he's got bigger things to deal with and I'm like "Mm, we fundamentally there I think um not understood what prayer is um because quite frankly if it was down to what was really important on the surface of it like my prayers would be right down near the bottom because (laughs) I am not always praying about world hunger or you know (laughs) the climate um but yeah I think one of the best things my parents ever said to me when I was learning to pray was if it matters to you it matters to God and and that was just 
And I've just remembered that. It was just really important because it's so easy. And again, I, I see a lot of people do this of just, oh, I'm, I want this. So I'm going to, but I'm not going to pray my plan A prayer. I'm going to pray my plan <laughs> B prayer. Because I don't think that <laughs> the I one can, that I think is the right. one that I think is right, or the one that I'm most likely to get answered. So, um, <laughs> so it's like I really want this, but I'm not going to pray for that. And I'm like, why are you not going to pray for that? Because I don't think God will answer that one. But I think He'll answer this one. I'm like, yeah, but you don't want that one. No, but I think God will answer that one. I'm like, what? But we do that <laughs> all the time, don't we? And I think we are afraid um, to mm. bring things to God. I also think that. We can sometimes make it harder for ourselves by not doing it regularly because then it feels like we sort of become like an onion where then you've got to sit down with God and you're like, oh, I've got so many layers to unpeel here that I'm almost exhausted <laughs> at the thought of it. So I'm just going to leave <laughs> it's gonna it. It's going to take me hours. It's going to take me hours because there's so much going on in my life and I'm like, oh, I don't even know where to begin or where to start. So I'll just put it off and... <laughs> um, I've I've totally been there, and you sort of sit down in this sort of flop and think, God, I where do I even begin? And yeah, um, and I also think there's the whole barrier of if we haven't been spending time with God, and then we come to Him, we naturally, um, I think, go, well, He's not going to want to know me because I haven't read the Bible for ages. Maybe I've never read the Bible. I haven't gone to church. I haven't done any of the supposed holy things. And so is he going to listen to my prayers anyway? Like we, we tie ourselves up in knots with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And actually the truth of the matter is, is that God loves to hear from his children and that it yeah. cost him everything to make a way to do that. Yeah. Um, and when he came and died on the cross, he didn't go, but you guys have got to speak to me all the time. And you can't ever miss a prayer time. Like he didn't, he just, he did it. And then out of his grace and mercy, like we, as we learn who he is and learn more about him and spend time with him, we want to do it more. That still doesn't mean that we're doing it as much as we want to, but. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, well, this is a readily open form of communication. So I want to take advantage of it. But in saying that, I think. Um, last year was the first year where I really felt I learned more what it is to sort of pray continually of just be chatting to God a lot throughout my day. Whereas before that, I would mm -hmm. sort of put it into, right, I'm going to pray in the morning and I'm going to pray before I go to bed. And that is sort of the way it will be unless a disaster happens in the middle of the day. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, then I'm checking in with you now, God. But, um, but <laughs> last year, because it felt like I was working through so many different things, I I just started praying a lot more. And, yeah. and as a result of that, I felt closer to God. I felt more in tune with him. And I, I enjoyed my prayer times a lot more. But I think it, yeah. it's such a fluid thing, isn't it? Like reading the Bible, like we talked about, like it goes up and down always. Yeah, definitely. But um, I like what you said there, though, about like talking to him through the day, because that lends quite nicely <laughs> to um, mentioning Brother Lawrence. Oh, my goodness. I was thinking it had been a while since we talked about it. I know. Oh, I can't wait to meet him in heaven. But um, <laughs> that whole idea. And I really, I really appreciate it. So I read I read that book first when I was in university and I'm glad I did at that stage of life because that whole idea like what are we aiming for in terms of relationship with yeah. God like I don't want to have the I don't want to have the mindset that 
oh, I've got these designated times where we have conversation. Really, I want to have the mindset where we're in constant conversation that I don't want to step out of. Um, But obviously that constant conversation is not nonstop talking. Yeah. It's just a kind of like trying to sort of live continually aware of his presence with me. And I'm glad I read it before, well, while I was in uni, because that was priceless to me when I first had children because suddenly the structure of your day Mm. is like, bombarded by little people that don't care (laughs) (laughs) and are awake all Um, the time (laughs) yeah exactly so your your lovely organized day is just out the window I don't entirely agree with that I still quite like a structure um (laughs) but like I'm so glad I read it because I was just like okay father I've really struggled to like get Mm. some quality time with you this morning but it doesn't matter you're here yeah your presence is here this is a continual conversation so I'll just chat to you while I'm cleaning this nappy or I'll just chat with you while I'm unpacking the dishwasher yeah and you know sometimes (laughs) anyone else listening in might be like what is this conversation (laughs) (laughs) but it matters to me and it matters to him like you were saying and I uh, so just thinking about what has helped me in prayer, that has so significantly shaped life for me, that idea of sort of constant communion with him that you don't have, to, you can just, you don't have to kind of build up to conversation yeah. with him or kind of have this run up to then when you can chat, like, I could just say to him, hi, Jesus. I just say yeah, it now. Yeah, or like, yeah. love you, Jesus. Yeah. Let's just say it to him now. Um, that's fine. That's great. I want little moments like that mm. all through the day. But then having said that, at the same time of kind of, I feel like I needed to cement that into my life. Um, and that combined with young children did kind of cement that in. But then I found myself craving quality time and quality conversation because little snippets through the day are great for retaining connection remaining in his presence but you just same with any relationship as well in life isn't your friend or a spouse or your parents or whatever if you don't have those quality conversations you do you feel the effect of it Mm. over time so for me it's just trying to carve that out especially the last year I have needed that so much um so what helps me I've got it right here I'll show you it my little booklet not that anyone listening can see (laughs) so I don't know why I just did that (laughs) but my little booklet that I just showed Joy so in that I actually find it really helpful this is just Hannah's helpful things of prayer um I find it really helpful to write down my prayers and I find it really helpful to start with how am I feeling in this moment so you know if you read it's so pitifully embarrassing (laughs) I'd hope no one ever reads it because a lot of the time I don't know how I'm feeling (laughs) you know whatever I'm just trying to pour it out to him and what what I find though and why I love prayer and crave that time with him is that I find as I'm writing it down, I know some people like to pray out loud on their own. Personally, I find that quite hard. Yeah. Um, but as I'm writing it down, as I'm pouring it out to him, I sort of then feel more aware of, oh, that's what's going mm, on with me. Yeah. And then once I've sort of seen that, I then 
can sort of think, oh, well, hang on a minute. What do I think about that? And Jesus, what do you think mm. about that? And it's, so I kind of feel like this process of prayer, I, I don't think God like needs it at all. I think he loves it when we talk with yeah. him and we're trying to be in communion with him. But actually, I think all the benefit is for me because yeah. what I've done is become a bit more self-aware, Jesus, of what is going on for me. Thought about you and try to get a bit of perspective in this. So I read my Bible as well with it. That helps. And then try to sort of allow space for you to speak into this situation. And it actually all the benefit of it's for me, like you didn't really need that at all, God, <laughs> yeah. but I really needed that. Yeah. Um, and I know I've spoken a lot, but if I don't say it now, I will forget it. And I don't know if you do this, Joy, but actually over the last year when I've felt pushed beyond what I can take, in many ways, I really feel like for the first time in my life, really, I've so appreciated the Lord's prayer. Mm. And those times where I'm like, I just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say, Lord. I don't know what to pray. And so I've just recited the Lord's prayer mm. and and found myself like, oh, this is what matters in life. I remember now, this is what matters in life. This is what life yeah. is about this feels horrible, but this is what life is about. And so I've just found that. There you go. It's my top three. Pray, speak to him regularly, <laughs> speak to him in quality time, <laughs> and then use the Lord's Prayer. There we go. <laughs> That's all I've got to offer. What about you? Right, so is that you done for the rest of the podcast now? And like... <laughs> I'm just listening. Okay. I'm listening to your monologue. <laughs> no, we are not doing that. No one wants that. Um, well, no, but I was thinking I was going to pick up the point that you said about actually not always knowing what to pray because I love this verse in the Bible, which mm. is in Romans 8, where it says, For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit himself, intercedes for us with groanings yeah. too deep for words. And I love that that's because wonderful. I, I think like yeah. that's one of the other troubles. I don't know about you, but I have sometimes in that particularly the more difficult the situation, the more sometimes I come to God with, I really don't know what to pray. Like I don't massively know what's going on in my heart. I don't really know. Sometimes I've had this happen to me more. I don't really know what outcome I want here. I, and so mm. therefore I don't know what to pray for. So I found myself more going, God, I just want whatever you want to happen will happen because I trust that that's good. But, mm. but then sometimes I want to be able to pray more than that. But it's so amazing knowing that the Holy Spirit is interceding for us. Yeah. And, and also that just that Jesus knows well it says that he, he knows what, what's on our minds before like before we say it so that's encouraging to begin with because if even if we don't properly understand ourselves at least he does but I think mm. just coming to God and being like I God I just I feel all of these things about this situation and I'm and bringing them before you because that's also what prayer is is it should be unburdening yourself yeah. But that's a challenge yeah. in itself because yeah. I don't know about you, Hannah, but, and I think we've talked a bit about this before, but sometimes I go to God in prayer and I offer him something that I want to talk about and sort of unburden myself. And then halfway through my prayer, I take back the thing 
to hold <laughs> to almost like hold on to it and be like I'm I'm giving this to you am I am I giving this to you like because I'm wrestling <laughs> with it and it should be a place yeah. where we like lay it down pray about it and walk away and go I've handed that over to you Jesus but again I don't well I don't know I'm I don't always do that. And I'm guessing that not everyone does that either. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, you know, leave it with me. And I'm thinking, oh, do, shall I leave it? Do I trust that you're going to, what's going to happen here? Um, but, I, but I also think along with the whole not always knowing what to pray, like praying, there's that sort of phrase of like praying in line with him, praying in line mm. with his will. Mm. And I like, yeah. what? How on, how, how on earth do I know that? I mean, like sometimes you just think, okay, well, I know the things that are probably not praying in line with his will. Like, you know, I've used the example before. If I pray for a Porsche, I'm I'm almost 99% sure that I'm not praying in line with his will if I do that. Um, but like some of the time in some situations, it's not that black and white. And you're thinking, what? how do I know what your will is in this situation first and then how do I pray in line with it and maybe I don't want to pray in line with it you know it's it's like yeah. it feels a bit of a minefield yeah I know but I think that's why I like the Lord's Prayer I think that's why it's been so helpful to me the last year as well because I'm like if all I can manage to do is just sit here and repeat over and over <laughs> yeah. again your kingdom come your yeah, will yeah. be done yeah then like where well, you can't go wrong with no, that you can you, you and like if that's all I can manage and but to start with our father who are in heaven yeah. hallowed be your name like again the amount the times where I've just sort of said that and I'm just sat here and just like yeah okay break that down you are in heaven yeah. hallowed is your name I'm coming to you now and I feel pitiful or wretched or weak and you just I'm closing my eyes as I'm saying this to you now, Joy, as well, because I'm sort of trying to picture it. You're trying to picture you're in heaven. Yeah. You are all powerful. I am here. Little me. I don't know what to do. Let's just get that right. Yeah. From the start. Yeah. And then we'll move on to the yeah, rest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because it does set a certain perspective yeah. that is quite necessary, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Definitely. <laughs> and I, I I do sort of think every time we pray it it's good for our it's good for us in lots of different ways but it also acknowledges um that we need help like that mm. we can't do it all so there's an act of humility within it and we've we've talked about humility before but there's an act of coming humbly before god and saying i am in need in some way which is really good for us to remember because yeah. so often and particularly living really busy lives you run around and you can be tempted to think that you're solving the world's issues. Yeah. Um, and actually, when you pray, it's it's getting God's perspective, but it's also coming before him going, you are God and I am not. And I don't yeah. have the answer to whatever this is, but you do. And I am coming before yeah. you as the one who knows everything um, because I am lacking. And I, I think that is absolutely vital for us. And so if we don't do it, there's a part of us sort of going, whether we mean to or not, going, I don't need help. I don't need to yeah. ask for help. Um, yeah. And I mean, and I've done that. Um, but I think that it's, yeah, it's coming before God and saying, your will be done. Like, it's it's not about me here. It's totally about yeah. you. It's always about you. 
And, yeah. and also I think when we pray, it's reminding ourselves of who we're coming to, of who he is, of what he's done for us. It's all that, it's all of our Christian story um, yeah. that, is, that is really vital, I think. Yeah, definitely. I really wish that I was, um, what I don't think I'm very good at, that I really wish I was, was being much more structured in my prayer. And I suppose I mean sort of, intercessory prayer and I know we're going to do mm. another podcast on different types of prayer um different types of conversations that you have with God and I I do wish I was more structured in that because you know when and I write I write things down but you know you hear stories of like these just wonderful faithful people who've just been praying for years mm. for like the same thing yeah. and you know sometimes they have a journal of it as well to sort of show the journey that they've been on in prayer and I really like I really wish I was better at that because I just think some of those those stories are just wonderful aren't they like years and years they've been praying and yeah. then and then they see God act I love that um and then this is just another thought which is totally off on another tangent but um you mentioned like the Holy Spirit praying for us. I think what I find, and again, this is, I guess, more sort of intercessory prayer, um, which I know I've used that word twice now, and maybe people listening are like, I don't know what you're talking about, Hannah. Um, it's fine, I don't really know what I'm talking about myself. And <laughs> <laughs> But like, uh, in, like Jesus, he is the intercessor. Yeah. And by that, I mean, Jesus is praying on our behalf constantly like yeah. it talks about that in hebrews yeah. he is sat at the right hand side of the throne of god praying for us so things that he knows are coming up in our day or he knows like are going to be issues for us and he's there like asking and petitioning god on our behalf yeah. constantly and i just see oh that's that's amazing and i want to be like that for other people around me mm. as well um but what I also love the thought of is one of my favorite verses on prayer is, you know, you think about how you think about Jesus praying to God, the father, and you just sort of think, well, like he's not going to deny Jesus anything. Like he loves Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus is going to speak to him and ask for something. That's going to be good news for Jesus because the father is probably just going to pour it yeah. out on him. Yeah. Um, but actually, it's one of my favorite verses in is in James, where it says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Yeah. And so then the point of that verse is that if we are believers of Jesus, if we are followers of Jesus and we are covered in his blood, then oh, it almost sounds like heretical to say it. But when I'm praying, it's like Jesus is asking yeah. the father what I'm saying and I obviously I am a work in progress so quite a lot of what comes out is not like pure yeah <laughs> in fact most of what comes out let's be honest most of what comes out is not pure but my standing before God I stand yeah, absolutely in Jesus's righteousness before God so my prayers are powerful and effective mm. and I do wonder sometimes if the reason we don't pray more is because we don't feel like it does anything yeah um yeah I mean I'm kind of trying to move away from that because I really want my prayer to be fueled by I just want to talk with you God mm. I want to relate with you God but there is an element as well when we're bringing things before him when we're petitioning we're asking him for different situations like if we think 
that that makes no difference to the outcome, we're probably not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that um, it is the most amazing thing, like when you, when you see answers to prayer, because it's one of the things that really like led me towards Jesus, like I'd grown up in a Christian household and talked about Jesus. So I knew, I knew all the stuff, but I think for me, like personally, like putting my own faith in it, seeing answers to prayer was really important because I was like, okay, God, if you're there, like mm-hmm. I need help with this, I need help with it. And just really started seeing answers to prayer. And I, and I see the same thing as a prison chaplain. Like, you know, I see girls who are desperate and they um, are stuck and they're like, I need this and I need that, but no one seems to care. And I'm like, right, let's pray about it. Mm. And then you go back, yeah. you know, a few days later or the following week and, and they're like, oh, this happened. And I'm like, yeah, we prayed for that. And then they go, yeah. And you sort of see their mind going, well, what's just happened there? And then we keep, it gives them a bit of faith because they keep, they keep praying for stuff and then God yeah. keeps answering prayers. And it's just a really a beautiful thing because it's, it's giving God opportunity to like reveal his love and his mercy and his grace. And he loves that. He loves to do that. Yeah. Um, and it's not, yeah. and he doesn't just do that on people that have put their faith and trust in him. Like he, yeah. he's calling and wooing people to him all the time, which I just love. And he loves us to ask him for stuff. Like I was, I was thinking on Sunday about that phrase, um, those verses in Ephesians 3 where we, we quote a lot, like God can do abundantly more than all we ask or imagine. We yeah. focus a lot on the imagine bit and not very much on the ask bit. So God can do yeah. abundantly more than all we ask. And suddenly yeah. that becomes a real challenge of yeah. like, like he can do more than we're asking for. Like we could be yeah. asking so much more of him than we yeah. do. Like we limit ourselves. And I, and I find myself doing that because I think, oh God, can I ask for this thing? Should I ask for this thing? Is it a holy thing to ask for this thing? Are you going to answer this anyway? Am I praying in line with your will? And like I said at the beginning, we tie ourselves up in knots with it. And sometimes... Well, I definitely, I think we should just go, I'm going to ask for this and I'm going to come before you. I'm going to come humbly before you and I'm going to ask for it. Mm. And if I'm wrong, Mm. change it, God, you know, like Mm. show me how you want me to, how you, what your will is, how you want me to pray in line with your will. If I'm like wildly off track, which I probably am, but I, Mm. but I'm coming to you out of a desire to, to engage with you and because I do also think that it's in the coming to him that he changes our heart and our desire. Yeah, definitely. And, and I've yeah. found like, I've talked a bit now about like praying in line with his will, but um, the more time I've spent with him, the more time I found myself praying for things that I thought, oh, I don't know that this is my desire. I feel like it's God's in sort of imparted it to me and I'm, and for the first time, I found myself last year feeling like in certain situations that I was praying in line with what he wanted. Um, yeah. But that only came the more time I spent with him and started to understand a bit more and seek him a bit more um, and take the time to listen, take the time to listen. and Yeah. Yeah, that's quite in, like intriguing really as well, isn't it? Because I, I, do, I do think... I suppose it's quite revealing of what we think more generally about how God operates, doesn't it? How we approach prayer. So if we think that he is this God who is going to have his way, no matter what, we are just 
we're just here until we're not here. Yeah. Um, but if we have the mindset that like he he wants me to partner with him, yeah. he wants me to kind of like he wants me to join in in what he's doing, yeah. but and but not just join in in what he's doing. He wants me to kind of partner with him. So like. <laughs> And again, like, it feels weird to say it, but, like, can I change the mind of God? Mm. Like, obviously, I'm aware on the one hand, no, of course I can't. But also, on the other hand, I'm aware from stories in scripture that, yeah, I can. Like, I can, like, talk with him, partner with him, so that it seems like, although it's not because he he always knows exactly what's going to happen, but it seems like he's sort of, change his mind on things do you know what I'm saying yeah. like that seems weird to say though doesn't it but if you I guess if you have that perspective again like that why that would fuel your prayer wouldn't it if you believed that your prayers were powerful and effective and if you believed that your prayers and you speaking to God could change yeah situation and could change the outcome I think probably we might do it a little bit more yeah yeah (laughs) yeah definitely I I I don't think we're aware of the power of prayer enough um I'm convinced certainly not I'm convinced that one of the reasons why I'm sitting here as a Christian is because of the power of prayer um because Mm. people prayed for me and um I've been able to pray for people and seen them healed and being able to pray other things over people and you you see it change situations I've seen it in my own life where I've prayed for stuff or people have prayed for me and it's it's changed situations the other thing is it doesn't just change other situations but I remember I think I hearing a preacher say that it changes us and then yeah, we behave yeah, yeah. differently in situations so yeah, I definitely. like last year like feel like I changed a lot and some of it was because I was working through different things and stuff that God was doing in my life. But the other thing was that I just upped my prayer life because um, mm. I was wanting to, I needed to spend more time with Jesus because I was just yeah. like, life seems way too hard. And as a result of that, I, ch- I changed, um, which means then that my reactions to things changes and my desires for things change and my obedience to God hopefully gets better. But we change as we pray so sometimes we think yeah. oh we're praying for other people but actually in the yeah. process yeah we are doing that but I also think God is by his Holy Spirit changing us and growing us and molding us to be more like him and I want to be more like Jesus you know I want more gentleness and patience and self-control and all those things and they normally come from me praying and asking for them yeah and when you describe it like that it's such a gift, yeah. isn't it? Rather than a tickless yeah. exercise, That's rather sweet. than something that we feel we have to do, that we feel guilty when we don't do. It's just recognising this is for my good. Yeah. Like, you've designed this for my good. It's just total gift. So silly me if I don't unwrap it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that just, I, I want to learn what it means to abide in him and by that just to be enjoy his presence and to spend time with him yeah. and some of that is in silence some of that is in him talking to me but um, a lot of it is also me talking to him and I love it when my kids sit down and talk to me about all manner of stuff and they're silly with me and they cry with me and they are angry at me 
and they're frustrated and they talk about this and they talk about that. And I, I love it because that is relationship, you know, and, and if I'm like that with my children, then that's how I believe my, you know, heavenly father is like that with me of, you know, when I'm coming to him and I'm I'm in a silly mood and I'm joking, I'm sure he loves that. And when I come to him and I'm crying and I'm like, I like, don't know what to do. He's there with me. And, you know, when I'm asking for guidance, he'll give it to me. Um, and I love that. And I think it cost him so much for us to have the ability to pray. And that's not to put yeah. condemnation on people, but it's just to go, I guess, I sometimes find myself like, am I really taking advantage of it? Like, am I doing it as much as I want to do? And and there's different yeah. ways to do it, but I, I really want to be spending time with him. I really want to be seeking him. I really want to be knowing what he wants me to do. And um, yeah, and that comes through prayer, I think. Yeah, definitely. And like that analogy there of your kids, I suppose like when they're coming to you, in all those different moods, like all those different moods they come to you in teaches them something different about who you Absolutely. are yeah. in your reaction yeah, to them, so like true. whether they're angry or sad or happy, like how you respond yeah. just sort of shows them who you are, like they get to know you better, don't they, as they are feeling different things and see see what you have to say about yeah. it. And I think one of the things that I discovered today when for the millionth time in my life, I was sitting there and repenting of like sin that I'd done and ways that I'd mucked up and all of the rest of it. I And I had in mind that we were recording this podcast and just thinking, actually, that's sometimes the harder time to come to him in prayer is after we feel like mm. we've really mucked it up and after we've mm. had to repent and after we feel like we've committed that same sin that we've done so many times and we find ourselves going, or I did this morning, oh, but can I, can I come back into God's presence? Like, can I come and spend time with him? Because I, we almost feel like need to give him a bit of time to cool off because I've really angered him now. Or, well, I don't really feel that I can come and ask him for anything because that's just super cheeky when I've really just come and like <laughs> properly not behaved well. Um, and actually just the reminder of when I've put my faith and trust in Jesus, like he's dealt with it. Like he... We, you know, yeah. when we confess our sins, he is faithful and just yeah. and forgives us of our yeah. sins and cleanses us of all yeah. unrighteousness. And I think that that is the key time then to keep coming back into praying. Um, yeah, we need it most. We need it most. And yet that's often the time when we stay away and we're like, well, we'll just give God yeah. a bit of time and then I'll come back in like a day yeah. or, or even sometimes like a week or a few weeks because I've really mucked it up here. And, yeah. you know... Just say if if you and the distance grows. Yeah. If you're listening, you're like that and you're really aware of how you've mucked it up this week, still come back to God because it's not being cheeky. It's relying fully on what the cross of Christ like did for you, um, which is made a way for you and not based on anything that you've done. Um and I mm. and I really think today, like I had to really rely on that when I was still coming into God's presence and still praying, even though I thought, oh, I've really mucked it up, God. Um, mm. But he's faithful. Yeah, definitely. And they're the times to turn towards him, not turn away from him, which I think we do a lot, don't we, all of us? But yeah, yeah they're the times to really turn to him, talk to him more. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, I think I probably... I've run out of stuff to say now because we'll probably save stuff for um, all of our individual ones on prayer. Do you think? Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I think so too. Yeah. Great. Well, it was lovely to, um, to be back again and we'll be back again in two weeks time. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com.